myself out. I am afraid of I'm terrified and paralyzed by I am deathly afraid of Welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast with your host, me, Ryan Perio. Hello and welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Perio. This week, we have another episode from my live recordings at the Pedicolis Brewery for the Hops and Arts Festival. It'll be Candace McInturf. It's so hard to say because it just make, just leads you to McIntyre so much, but it's McInturf. I actually say that in the beginning of the interview, which is fun. In this episode, me and Candace discuss her relationship, growing up as a rebel and a country girl, her art and how she get her artist process and inspiration. And then we get into her fear of snakes. It's a really fun episode. So without further ado, here's Candace McInturf. All right. To, my next guest here at the, at the Pedicalist Brewery is Candace McInturf. I know, it's a mouthful. Well, it's a mouthful, but, it, but it, it's so, you're, it's so leads you to McIntyre, like, every time. Like, you see the M-A-C-N-T, and then it, it just throws an F, and, you, and that's where an E should be when Trust you look me. at it. Trust me, I, I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> Someone needs to marry you so they can take it to Smith. <laughs> and he, he, the right-hand man is... Oh. I'm going to go from Scottish to Irish. So okay. from McInturf to Callahan. Well, my grandfather on my mom's side is Scottish, and so he he had my mom do Irish sword dancing when she was a kid. That's yeah, crazy. that's how Scottish he was. Like he that's how that's how Gaelic he was. Like he's from like Glasgow area, like Hamilton, Scotland, and stuff like that. So that's totally cool. know about that stuff. And yeah, I don't know a lot. I just know that I've been told that my last name means son of the bull. Okay. So that's a really fun fact that no one needed to know. <laughs> so you're an artist, and yes. you, you definitely have a lot of different mediums out there. You've got paintings. you got jackets, which the ride or die, is that who's... Hocus Pocus. Okay. Yeah. So is that your, is that your favorite movie? Oh, no. I, I have a lot of favorite movies. I just I like to paint a little bit of all of them. Okay. I got, you got The uh, Shining, which is a definite favorite of mine yes i usually have a lot more dark stuff but today i kept it really light and fluffy okay i like the boots the rain boots with the flames thank you so where did that where did the inspiration for those boots come from well i uh i thrift sometimes like for instance the ride or die jacket that's a real leather like a vintage leather jacket that i found um the boots are kind of the same story but those are not real leather those are pleather Mm -hmm. um but I saw them, and I, I just wanted to do something crazy on them that mm-hmm. no one's ever done. And I was thinking either cow print or flames for some reason. And I actually took a vote on my Instagram, and people wanted the flames, so I made it happen. That's awesome. You, you def- <laughs> That's an artist that interacts with her fans on social media. Like, I try, but it's hard sometimes. Yeah, I, it's got to be, because everybody has their own opinion. So I can see how the flood of people like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You have no idea <laughs> oh. the ideas everyone has. Yeah, and it's like, well, you have two hands. You can, if you want to try to create this, 
I like making dreams come true. Okay. I do. But sometimes I get too far into that and I stretch myself way too thin and I just, my list keeps growing. So I've actually, this year, I've done something for myself and toned that down. Mm-hmm. And I'm painting a lot more things out of my mind. Mm-hmm. But I'm also making, you know, the customs happen on the side. So. Okay. I noticed you have a tattoo on this arm here. What? Yeah. It's a baby T-Rex. Okay. Is this a Friday the 13th? Uh, no, it was a, a friend of mine. We went and got him together and, you know. Does she have a baby T-Rex? Now, now it's cursed. We're not friends anymore, but. <laughs> what? <laughs> she got a pterodactyl. <laughs> she got a pterodactyl? Does she get it removed? Like, is that just a symbol of where your friendship's at, that that tattoo has been removed? It's extinct. Okay. <laughs> I just noticed it. I was like, why is that? I'm so embarrassed talking about that, but. <laughs> It is what it is. But I love it. It makes me happy. And it's cute. Yes, it is. It's very cute. I was just like, I couldn't tell what it was because it was like, is it a bottle? Is it? I know. It's, it could be a state. It could be a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see eyes and I was like, I was unsure. So which, so you say you do a lot of darker stuff. So is this, is it mood driven? Like if you're in a dark mood, does a wave of dark art come? I, I'm just a weird person. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm weird. I like a little bit of everything. Um, my grandma was a big influence to me growing up, and she was a horror fanatic. Okay. Uh, she had me watching The Shining when I was like three years old. So. Wow. <laughs> Freddy Krueger, the whole works. You know, I, I was watching all the classics with her, and it just kind of morphed me into this huge horror fan. And yeah. now that I can paint, I just like to make those things come to life on canvas so and freak people out sometimes that's fun i've never heard of a grandmother that's into horror that sounds she was a wonderful woman hilarious full of spice and just you would never guess meeting her that she would be a horror fanatic you just wouldn't know yeah nobody guesses a grandmother (laughs) is a horror fanatic but we're getting to that generation too where we are going to be grandmother horror fanatics that's going to be me all day okay so what is your like favorite horror movie? Is it The Shining or? No, I mean, obviously, you know, it's one of my favorites, but I, we, Sean and I, we carry on the tradition with the horror films and uh, we like to get into the modern stuff. So we're really big fans of Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one, but it's really messed up. It's a really good one. Jessup, my friend David Jessup, who was my first guest, he does a lot of creepy art. You may know him. He does Children of Dave sculptures. He's a very big, he's a big Hereditary fan. Yes, it's, it's a good one. Um, we like the Insidious movies a lot, The Conjurings a lot. Okay. Um, just anything that really is messed up, we love it. Okay. <laughs> and that's a hit thing, too. Like, So where do you think it, it comes from your grandmother? So it wasn't anything... For Dave, my friend Dave, it was, he was had a lot of night terrors, and he was a, he was a, it was kind of a rebellion against his family, which is kind of Christian and upright. Like a face-your-fear kind of thing? Yeah. Well, he also, again, it's the, the oppressive nature of religion sometimes can cause you and that's the funny thing my grandma was like the most religious person ever so i'm also both worlds combined so that's amazing really random (laughs) yeah but it but it's also interesting and i was curious when you said this tradition of horror like so is it you just have a horror date night basically like yeah like every day every day (laughs) every day is a horror there's a horror thing you'll have to do if we had if we had that option that would be real so but. is that is that if you, y'all were to get married, I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, we talk about it all the time. We yeah. want to. It's is that going to be a, like a horror no moon? Mystery. Is it going to be like a horror honeymoon? Like, it is a good idea. Oh, we'll we'll have to talk about that for sure. Because I was just thinking, like you know, that seems like 
a, an idea like to go to like some you know New Orleans or something haunted. We do want to go there. Do yeah. like the graveyard tour or something like yeah. that. Yeah, we would totally do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. But it's awesome that you find somebody that again you can share that with because some so many times you meet somebody who isn't a horror fan if you're a horror fan or doesn't is isn't kind of lock in step almost with your what you what you're passionate about. I got lucky on this one. We've been together for six years, and six we have years. a lot in common. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Sometimes too much, but, you know, I too love much. them anyway. <laughs> what is too much in common? Um, you know, we just get, we're, we're around each other 24-7, you know? Okay. That, <laughs> just like that, anybody sounds, else. That sounds like a horror movie in its own right, right there. Just, you know. Did, you, you, did you put that where I told you not to put it? Okay. <laughs> cool. Thanks. <laughs> Pretty much. I guess you'll have, because... Di- I know from people that are in serious relationships that they have, each of them have their own intricate design on where they want to put things. I am super OCD. And, super OCD. And, and he, he served as, he was a Marine, and he has to have the bed a certain way, the sheets pulled up a certain mm-hmm. inches from the top and all that. You yeah, know. and if it's not. And I have my things, he has his things, but yeah. we make it work. You make it work, but it's also... There are times where they're it's not work. there, and you're like, "Oh, I can do my thing. I can do all my little OCD things, and he's not around to un- undo." Because I right. feel like that's what y'all do is like you you tuck something in, he'll untuck it. Oh, he comes home, and the whole house is just you know completely redone. So <laughs> that sounds like a sounds like a romance for the ages. Just very much so. So, how did y'all meet? Uh, well, I bartended for twelve years, okay. and I used to never date anybody that came into my bar. It was like a rule that I had. I wouldn't date regulars or anything like that. And he broke the mold. He came in one night. He got stood up for a date. And he was like, I'm going to go get a beer. It was a random Sunday. He came in on my shift. Next thing you know, I'm having him take shots with me. And he's closing the bar down with me. And we stayed and talked at the little pond out back until the sun came up and got mosquito bites all over. I mean, we've just been inseparable since. So... What kind of bar is this that you have a pond in the back? Like, oh, it's it's uh it's still around to this day. Uh, that shall not be named. Okay. <laughs> don't don't want people to know where where the, where it all started. Unfortunately, I've had to burn some bridges in my okay, past. I hear you. But it is what it is. With those boots, like, uh, that's what you do. They're made for, for walking, baby. Yeah, for burning bridges is what they're made for. <laughs> they're that flames on them. So you definitely have you definitely have a lot of mediums. So. Is your art kind of abstract? Like, do you do that with darker colors as well? Like, I see the... I'm looking at the canvases. So, today, I brought a lot more abstract stuff than I normally would, Mm -hmm. because I do a lot more pop art and portrait work, usually, but abstract is... It's my bread and butter. It's... It's the moneymaker. It's it's just, I love it so much. Nothing feels the same as abstract. It we, just feels great. So is it just the freedom of I don't have any I don't have to follow any rules or color you're coloring outside the lines? I've kind always of? been a rebel. Okay. I've always well, been a rebel. And I, I just like to go in with no plan and just feel the vibe. And that I, I feel like that's a lot of abstract is if you don't feel it then you're not creating. You're just you're you're they fulfilling come out of an nowhere. order. You're filling an order if you're doing something somebody else requested. Yeah, I so, like to spice it up in between all the commission work that I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll, I'll be focused in on several portraits at a time. And, you know, you get kind of lost in that. And every now and then you just like, you know what, I got to paint something for me. And when yeah. you do, it just, you, you feel renewed. 
yeah, as a comic, I do that a lot. Like yeah. that's, you know, there's jokes that are just my, you know, they may get laughs, they may not, but they're just for me to kind of, again, like you're saying, kind of reset your palate. Exactly. You know, to get, break the monotony. Zone in. Yeah. Just to break the monotony of, of doing homework. Like this is, this is my art project. And it also, it helps you kind of find your little things that make you, you along the way, because as an artist, I feel like that's like the biggest challenge is trying to find what makes you different from everybody else. Because yeah. there's so many talented people everywhere. You just got to take it and run with it. That's, that's why I had such a hard time trying to find a fear is because I face my fear all the time. Do like, you paint your fear? I, I, all the time. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and tell people what your fear is because it's one of mine too. Like I had, I had an episode where I recorded with my friend where we talk about because I I've also I'm not afraid to be a guest on my own show and so I'll take I'll let someone else do the hosting part and my fear this is my biggest fear by the way you're you're hitting the one that I'm like no yeah um so snakes is what I wrote down because they really terrify me I almost stepped on one the other day in my yard and had a heart attack almost so like (laughs) if you want me to not because I'll tell you a story where I had a snake like I was I, I've been living in apartments as, as an alcoholic my whole life. And so... <laughs> been there. Sometimes when you're an alcoholic and you're moving apartments, you forget when your apartment deadline to move is. And so I went out... I'm like, I'm not going to disturb my drinking to move furniture. See, I just never moved. Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't moved in 10 years, but this is go. me in my early 20s. And I, so I went out clubbing at the Lizard Lounge. Oh. Way back in the day, showing my age. Old school. And so I came home and literally was going to start moving stuff from my apartment at 2 in the morning to my other apartment, which was in the same complex. So I was just literally going to walk it. And I stepped out of my car and literally a huge water moccasin just oh went through the yard Ugh. to the downstairs window. I raced up the stairs. And I kid you not, like I was looking at my bedroom window as the snake is on this other window ledge just right there. And I'm like, well, we're not moving anything today. Like I just kept looking for it. Like every night, like I would just be like, where is it? <laughs> to this day, I will not go to Peter's Colony Apartments in Carrollton, Texas, because that because snake that still, one. those things are like dinosaurs. They could probably live hundreds of years. Yeah, I've always like had this fear. Now, this is really random and probably TMI, but... Uh, of sitting on the toilet and a snake just like coming up out of nowhere and just you know that's happened in Australia <laughs> like in, in Australia and stuff like that there are there's there's spiders and stuff like people will talk about how great Australia is but go Google how many different spiders and snakes are just in Australia and it's like terrifying I guess if a terrifying it. large amount of numbers like they have the most poisonous spider and it's aggressive it's not just a spider that you don't it that runs away it comes at you and it's super poisonous like it's called a funnel web nope and kids like people are afraid because like kids will be on the ground and it'll charge and it can stay underwater for five minutes oh my and God. survive because it can build like an oxygen bubble out of its web and just and it's like no That's i'm never going my to australia one reason to not want to live there yeah right there or travel I, I like if i'm staying it's big city i'm not going out anywhere on the plains of australia yeah i guess you get used to it if you mm-hmm. live around it all the time but i don't know if i would ever get used to that so where did your fear of snakes start or where do you where do you feel like it started um i'm a country girl i grew up in midlothian okay and i raised goats and stuff like that 
in high school, and I had a goat pen out back. And one day I was going to feed and water the goat, and I was barefoot, and I stepped on a snake. Okay. And it's ever since then I've been scarred. So was it a poisonous snake, or was it? I don't know. I ran so fast after it happened that. <laughs> Your goat starved to death, like that, for the rest of the time. Like your goat just is like, please feed me, and you're like, nope, not just today. Throwing, just throwing goat pellets into the mud. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but yeah, ever since then, I've just been really terrified. And now, you know, it almost happened again in our yard the other day, where I almost stepped right on one again. I just, I just wish they would stay away from me. They do have benefits from what I understand. Like, they're the ones that eat insects and stuff like that. I didn't want them to kill it. I just don't want it under my feet. You just want it relocated. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, we have a creek in our backyard, so it's it's You guys and just water. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, you just go out back and there is water to be had. Creek, yeah. pond. You're just, you're just reliving your, your first date every night you go in the backyard. That's what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you're right. Just mosquito bites. We, we had a reading done by one of my friends one time, and she said that we have, he has specifically a history in a past life with water. Okay. So, really interesting that you say that. He's a Marine, too. So <laughs> I know. Super the, random. The, he's the, the one, mil, one of the military people that is associated with water. I tell him back in the day I was his mermaid. Okay. Do you believe she was That's your mermaid? That's why I got the thick legs now, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. So I'm fascinated by the egg-shaped canvas next to the boots. Oh, that one's brand new, actually. So I was going for something kind of trippy, kind of opalescent in colors. Mm-hmm. Very and opalescent. I'm obsessed with texture and experimenting with that. So that one is fresh off the easel. So did you cut it that way, or is that... Oh, no. The canvas was already... Pulled. Okay. Yeah, I buy them pre-stretched because I, I'm maxed out. <laughs> I'd almost say that's almost like I would say East Eastern, like almost like because I could almost see like a, a Chinese dragon or something in the clouds. Like that's that's a kind of almost like it's a like an a Asian like tattoo kind of like that kind of art. I like your vision for that piece. It's like a silk, I guess the way they call it, silk screen. But they, I like they your do. vision for that. Thank you. I would I, just I see it different. You know, everyone sees it different. Mm-hmm. That's what's so cool to me. So when you say texture, so what kind of te- are you just you just always like to just something new? Is it? I do always try new things. I'm very interested with being well-rounded in art, just mm-hmm. because I'm so passionate about it. I don't want to be about it and not be all the way about it. Yeah. So I'm always trying to learn something new. I'm always researching things and looking at new products and things like that, and trying to mix it up. But here, kind of recently, I've been on a texture craze. Okay. <laughs> Which has been going pretty well because people enjoy it, so I'm just going to keep doing it. Okay. So <laughs> does, he, does he find you the textures? Like, is he out? Do you, do you, we're talking to her, her significant other who's just off mic. Do you go out and find things for her, like texture-wise? Do you, do you, if you discover something, or do you report back first and let her make kinda, the choice? We kind of always consult with each other about visions. Like, I'll tell them, kinda, for instance, the, the astronaut piece that you see there yeah. with the resin shine on it, he did that pour for the background. He mm-hmm. actually poured that. Um, so he, he sometimes, you know, will learn with me or whatever. I mean, not very often, but no. Sometimes he will experiment and do things like that. So we can kind of collaborate on a vision 
does he paint as well or is he no okay. no he has a very artistic eye and vision but he does not he does not paint <laughs> no painting with the twist dates for you guys no. well we actually pre-covid i have a little business called candy's paint and sip to uh-huh. where we would mobile travel to parties and things and restaurants and bars and i would teach a little class for big groups of people and uh you know he would participate in that and for some of our nights he, that he had paintings from, you know, those are like stashed in a closet somewhere now, but mm-hmm. they're not pretty. They're the, they're, <laughs> are they like the kid refrigerator? Yeah. You're the best. You're yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, for first time in his life ever painting, it's not the worst I've seen. So he definitely has a vision there, but it would take, it would take some hefty time for him to put in. And he just doesn't want to do that, which is totally That's, fine. Yeah. Uh, you got to have your own... Headspaces. I, he I get that to too. Be, you know, he likes to play guitar and drums, so he's you know on that side of it. Do you use his music as inspiration for your art? So is he, if he starts jamming out, do you, does that ins- does that change your painting? Oh, he says he's my muse. Yeah. Um, like if he's painting, if he's doing some heavy metal rifting, does that all of a sudden your paint get darker? No, but that would be interesting to experiment with. To just to have him be <laughs> in the room, just to kind of have add that kind of, I guess inspiration almost just to kind of try to yeah. feel what he's feeling and then to, to visualize it y'all out of here bye <laughs> i know them oh, bartending cool. days back in the day okay yeah did they were they there the the night or the place that shall not be named or? yes okay. actually <laughs> i get it you don't want you don't want them to know that this all went down okay oh it's not really that i just i don't know i wouldn't want to give them the yeah give it, them the credit yeah it's in the it's all in the past <laughs> Absolutely. So back to snake. So you, again, you've got your, what if he wasn't there to relocate that snake? What would you have done? I just would have ran inside and just never come back out. Okay. <laughs> did you, did you text, do you text him like there is? Oh, he was right. He was in the yard. We were doing yard work. Mm-hmm. And so he heard me scream and he saw me jump and run. And just wished he had had his camera out to capture that. Has I'm he kept? So cap- glad he didn't. <laughs> It was a shrill scream. Oh, I believe me, I've been there. It, yeah, it uncontrollable. Is, yeah, it is. It, it's it literally like I will. I am flight mechanism. Like I will. I literally will run. Yeah, I was out of control. Like I literally leaped into the air <laughs> and took off screaming. So completely out of control. Well, that's it's good that you have that. Like so, if you were like I said on your own, say you know he's not in the equation. This happened. You would just, you would be homebound. I just run inside. Yeah, I would just. When would you? When would you think it would be safe to come out and inspect to see if it would, if it was gone? Like how long? How much time frame? At least twenty four hours. Okay. <laughs> like you just like hope for mice. Take like the you, dogs out the front. Avoid the back. Twenty four okay. hours. Okay. Yeah. And if it came in the back, then. Then I don't know. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I will tell you my biggest. I have to have my dad come over. Your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is your dad like afraid? So we have a history, my dad and I, with that house in Midlothian. Mm -hmm. We would burn big wood piles all the time, and we'd be out there, you know, stacking them up, stacking up the sticks, or cleaning out the ash or whatever to build a new pile. And several times we'd get to the bottom of the pile, and there's a freaking copperhead, you know, 
full alert. And my dad's like, go get the shovel. So I'm running out to the shed to get the shovel and running back and spearing it to him. And he's catching it and just sky, sky, sky. You know, you, did you really spear it to him or did you just frantically? No, really. Like, for real. Okay. This was a very serious. <laughs> did she spear you with the shovel? Like just... It's like a warrior throw, you know? Okay. Throwing a but weapon. that definitely is a country girl. We're building piles to burn. Like just build. Oh like, yeah. And that was like that's a highlight. That's a highlight. We did kid. that like, once a week. Like you got the, the gas summer. can and you were like, oh shit, here we oh, go. Oh yeah, we're making grilled cheeses with the pan on the fire. I don't know if I would make grilled cheese in a leaf that doesn't seem. Oh yeah, we did some crazy stuff. <laughs> You're from Midlothian. <laughs> I, I think that goes without saying. Yes. It's, I don't know if it's even crazy. I just think it's like. We'll call it unconventional. We'll call it unconventional. I wouldn't call it crazy. There's a lot of things that are unconventional about me. <laughs> and it, it's, it makes yeah. it hard. But it makes great art. Like, it does make... <laughs> well, a, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it, you, have to, you have to have a different view of the world to kind of have, I would say, that kind of creation. That's how I talk the best. Mm-hmm. So through my art. So if other people were afraid of snakes, how would you tell them to to kind of move past it like you just I try to get over it all the time I try to talk myself out of it I've been around snakes people that had them as pets and for some reason every time I try to hold one they like act crazy on me or turn evil all of a sudden so I think it's just a personal thing for me that I like a, a weird vendetta thing going on but uh if it was with someone else I would I would just be their support because I, I don't even know what to tell them Honestly, <laughs> you'd be you'd be you'd be the one just telling them which way I'm to run. Just you. follow me. Just follow me. We're going. We're in this together. Because I don't know what to tell you. We're in this together. I, I can't until, kill things either. I yeah. can't kill them. So it's like I'm scared of them, but I can't kill them yeah. either. So same. I will say this too. When I was living in one of my apartments, like there was a snake that got some baby birds, and they were. It was in my dryer shoot thing like it crawled into that oh my god and if you i've never dried so many clothes in my entire like i was just like just go away just maybe it'll be unbearable and i'm like but they like, like warm it on the they high like, heat yeah but they like warm stuff so it's like i'm probably just making it like this is great like this, this snake's just like just chilling hey thanks and bro. so i would be terrified that it would come down the chute and just be like right as i disconnect the dryer like it would just oh no i know it gives me the chills I did have a dream when I was a kid, like a teenager, where I was, I had tied, I guess I had rolled around enough that I was in the sheets like a bag, like I couldn't move. <laughs> and in the dream, I couldn't move and the snake was just striking. And it oh. was just like, it was like, I'm just dodging. And I'm no. just screaming, I woke up screaming. That's, a, that's like the last time I've woken up audibly like screaming, like somebody help me. Because I was literally just like, feeling like something was attacking me like i'll have the and i realized those are dreams where i've drank if i have too much to drink i'll have dreams yeah that will give you where some something's attacking you like it's either a bee or a, something else and it just comes at you yeah i've been there for sure one of my other biggest fears is well dream wise especially is your teeth falling out or crumbling or you yeah. know you just wake up and your teeth are just like falling apart i've had that dream a lot yeah have you got? When's the last time you went to the dentist? 
Hey, we don't talk about those things. <laughs> it's been a but couple years. Actually, I'm past due. That's that's where that I I researched that dream because I used to have that dream a lot, and that's where it comes from. It's a it's a it's a fee, it's an anxiety thing of you know you haven't taken care of it. Oh, it's very real because I've had those visits where they're like, "Hey, got some bad news," <laughs> and you're like, "How much is this gonna cost and yeah. hurt?" But what if yeah. you can? What if you can trade off for dental care? For say the astronaut in the waiting room or something like that. Have you thought about trading services? Trading art for dental work? Yeah. I mean, I don't know who'd be down for that, but yeah, absolutely. Just gotta find a dentist with nothing in the office. You know, <laughs> that's what you do. Is like you're a new dentist. You know, how would you like to decorate? Go scope out their office and yeah. paint something on purpose that matches. Yeah. Yeah. Paint a horror a horror rendition of being their tooth pull. Like paint will hurt the dentist. You I don't could know if do that, that would go over well, but I, I could. <laughs> Steve Martin from Little Shop of Horror Dentist. That would be pretty sweet for that, people like us. Yeah. Normal people would be like, I am never going there. There's got to be a dentist <laughs> that's a horror fan. There's got to be. Like you're, they're not all kind and sunshiny. But that's what people want to see, you know. So, Candy, where can people find you on social media? Candy Artworks. Instagram, Facebook, either one. So just... Candy Artworks, all one word. And then my website is candyartworks.com. All right, guys. Round of applause for Candy, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. So that was Candace. Some fears you just will never shake in life. And for me and her, I feel like fear snakes is one of those fears where it doesn't matter how many snakes you can throw at us. We're always going to run the other way. She's a fantastic artist. Check out her art at candyartcreations.com. She's at a lot of festivals. She's got a lot of cool stuff. Very, very, a lot of abstracts, a lot of varied colors. It's very, very awesome. I enjoyed our conversation. We had a lot of good laughs. Sean was also amazing off camera, just making sure that the booth was being t- kept and also kind of interacted with me and Candace during the interview. As for me, I am off to Little Rock, Arkansas this Wednesday. We'll probably have another live episode next week. I'm going to guess it's going to be Oscar Nash is probably going to be my next episode. So we'll get into that. And then after that, I will be off for a week, and then I'll be off to Tulsa. So if you're in the Little Rock area and you listen to the show, check me out. I'll be at the Looney Bin with Andy Woodhull. I'll be the middle act. It'll be a fun week, very educational week as I learn how to perform in other venues and just try to. And I'm starting to take my act on the road and learning the skills involved to do that. Thank you guys for listening, and next week we'll have another episode. Thanks for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. And now some thank yous for the folks that make this show possible. Thanks to Barry Whitewater for my art and graphics. You can follow him on Instagram at bwhiteh2o. Get it? H2O, like water. You can also follow him on Facebook, Music. A huge thank you to Gunnar Olson for the wonderful music provided for this podcast. You can follow him on Instagram at gunbuns, that's G-U-N-B-U-N-S, as well as his website, GunnarOlson.net. Check out some of the samples that he has recorded. They're amazing. He's an amazing percussionist. If you want to follow the show, we've got a Facebook group, Some of All Fears. 
Instagram, Twitter, you can find us at Some Fear Fans. If you have some feedback for the show, email me at somefearfans, S-O-M-E-F-E-A-R-F-A-N-S at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to take those into consideration. Also, if you'd like to be a guest, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. We can try to iron out some details and get that settled in. You know, give us some feedback if on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. It makes the show bigger, and it's not going anywhere. I'm going to record as many shows as I possibly can. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Ryan Perio. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O on all social media platforms. You can follow me there. And you can check me out at ryanperio.com, my website. I'll try to list upcoming shows there as well. It's been kind of spotty because as soon as I set it up, that's when the pandemic happened. And everything's kind of just in a, in a holding pattern. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Next week, we'll have another guest with another fear. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.